Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Kim Yus. I'm CL Kida. I'm Drama Geek. And I'm Carrie the Mockney. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode that we release exclusively for our Patreons, and you can find the link in our show notes. Our Patreons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. We'd love to have you join us. Okay, this is the second part of our two-part what we're watching, what we want to watch bonanza of dramas so those of you that were with us last week we talked about dramas we had just recently finished and we got halfway through the dramas that we are currently watching and on that note we're going to jump right back into all this fun drama discussion well you guys you guys i'm watching tunnel Mm. yay (laughs) that is such a good show i and finally watching Tunnel. And it's, it's okay, it's wrong that I'm going to say it's like my feel-good drama. <laughs> because it's everything that I want. It's, it's the whole murder mystery and serial killers and time travel. And, you know, you have that, that little smidge. Well, he's, he's married and he loves his wife. And who doesn't love a man who loves his wife and I'm about three-fourths of the way through it and I am totally enjoying it so that's that's my one that I am watching right now that no one else is watching because everybody watches. I was gonna say ago. we've all finished it <laughs> yeah well and it's a good thing to watch right now because it's going to be going off of netflix soon like right. netflix is dropping all of the reply series and let's see uh chicago typewriter this one um cheese in the trap no loss yeah, yeah. well i know but i'm just like listing out the ones that are going to be going off right. netflix and i think quite a few of them are available on vicky so i mean they're yeah. not lost to, uh, forever but if you want the ease of Netflix, go watch them now. So, yeah. I remember I watched Tunnel. That's one of those that I watched on my own before I found you all. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. So, so good. I loved it. Serial well, killers done right. <laughs> I love Life on Mars. Yeah. And Kim Hughes and I watched that one on a on a shady site. And <laughs> um, But it's different enough that... I'm not mad that it gives me the same kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I just knew you guys would be proud of me. <laughs> I very, am. very. I get shamed every time that drama comes up. All right, my turn. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. Okay, so I'm gonna about I'm gonna talk about one that none of y'all are watching, but not for the same reason that none of us are watching Tunnel. <laughs> I'm just super proud of myself because I am still watching Be My Dream Family. It's my first weekday drama. And I've stuck with it, y'all. <laughs> I'm still Yay. watching it. It's 120 episodes, oh. and I'm up to 105. And I'm like, hey, look at me. Oh, my word. To clarify, yeah. before you scare off all of the listeners, it's a daily drama, so the episodes are about 25, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So when it's 120 episodes, that's like 60 regular episodes, which is a lot more doable when you think of it that way. Yes, this is true. So don't let the episodes count scare you too much. But also it's one of those that it's just very easy to watch in bits and pieces, like watch one or two episodes here and then let it go for a while and then come back. I've been keeping up with it just because that's easier for me to keep up with it daily. I've been a little frustrated. Like this week, one day, one of the episodes didn't drop on time. And I was like, wait, where did it go? And I was like frantically hunting. I was like, wait a second. It's like 25 minutes. I can shove this to tomorrow. It'll be fine. But the characters have been sweet, and I've been reading some of the comments on my drama list, and the people are really loving this one. I know not everyone loves their weekday dramas, but this one has been really sweet. I'm kind of waiting for my ships to sail and just enjoying the journey of watching them sail. They've it, they've kind of pulled a last-minute total soap opera stunt with 
a certain diagnosis. Mm. Welcome to daily drama. Uh-huh. <laughs> I figured I was surprised it didn't come earlier, but and like, like hello music. amnesia. <laughs> yeah. Did somebody go away to an island and get a face plant transplant, whatever, and come back as a completely different actress? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. We're too close to the end. <laughs> that's but it's just I've enjoyed it it's been very sweet and it's been interesting to get to know these actors through the story um it's got one of the girls generations mm. uh act- girls in it idols gotcha look at me being articulate <laughs> it's but, not Yuna is it Mm-mm. no 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 it's not it's no okay. she's going to be ruining sorry she's going to be performing <laughs> in an upcoming Sejuk with Baby Opa, who we loved, well, oh. the original Baby Opa for K drama Jen and I, and somehow, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and she was his, yeah. We're not thrilled. But... <laughs> Can she not be like the stoic aunt who just looks pretty in the corner? <laughs> I know that she would be good at that. I don't she know. Unifans really don't that. hate us. We just she can't she's act. Re- yeah, usually. <laughs> So, no the the girls' generation. It's um Hum Hum Eun Jung. Mm. I'm probably slaughtering that. Nope, nope, nope. Not girls' generation. Tiara. Okay. Okay. I knew she was an idol actress. It's been a few months since I looked it up. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, she's been charming and sweet, and just I love the whole cast. Well, except for one whiny actress, but that happens. And I just I'm excited because I'm almost done with it, and I did it. Where I've almost done it. Congratulations. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> Woohoo! Mm. My next drama is actually that I'm watching is also an older drama, but there's a reason for it, which I'm going to share with you so you guys can all watch this, except Drama Geek. Drama yeah, Geek no. can't comment. <laughs> hey, I, I should be able to comment. I mean, <laughs> anyway. K-drama Jen and I are going to be continuing our throwback drama series where we talk about a drama that we watched eight, nine years ago and say whether it actually stands up or if we liked it and it was just kind of a sign of its time and now with how things have changed in society and our habits of watching dramas, if it now sucks. So we're going to be watching the drama Secret with Jisung and I can't even remember her name now. It's just Screechy Girl. Why do you guys? <laughs> What's her name? Wong Jong Um. Yes. And again, she's Screechy. She's not screechy, screechy in that one. She's not. That's the first time I ever this... saw her in, and she wasn't. So I was surprised when she was in yes. something. She's, she's brilliant in the show, and it's not overacting, and she does a very amazing job, and she has so much chemistry with Ji Sung. They were in this one together before they were recast in the um, one where he's all Hill Me, Hill Me. So that was actually their second time together because they were so good in this show. And so we will be watching this in the next month and we are going to be discussing that. I think the episode will probably be coming out mid-October-ish sometime. So if you want to join us in that, make sure you go watch the drama Secret. It's on Vicky. And then you'll be all ready for our throwback drama special and know what we're talking about. So that is on my list of things that I am watching. See, and I might listen to the podcast just to find out if you guys think it holds up or if you've moved over. Well, and that's supposed to be something. Like last month we did I Hear Your Voice Mm -hmm. and... We actually got a lot of people listening and commenting and interacting with that because a lot of people had just watched it for the podcast mm-hmm. or they had watched it a long time ago and really enjoyed talking about it again. And so it's a, it was fun. And so we're going to kind of continue with that and hit secret. So we'll see how that goes. All right. So my next one that I'm watching is nothing like secret. Um, <laughs> uh, there's no prison, there's no prison or other things, but hometown cha-cha-cha, 
is the other one that I'm watching. And it's so funny because Lost and then this one are my the two that I'm obsessed with. And they're so different from each other. They're like, they're totally different. But um, this one has what everybody's calling the dimple couple. Um, this is, I should have like who these people, because that's why I don't have any descriptions. So I keep saying, you know, that one actor, <laughs> that actress, <laughs> Shinmana, like she's one of my favorites. So I know her name. And then Kim So Hyung Ho. Ho. Okay. I don't know. Um, are the dimple couple. And it is another one of those like slice of life at the, the, in a small village by the ocean, um, where you get all of the, the Ajamas getting up in her business. She's a dentist and she opens a, um, practice there in town. And you definitely have to get past the like nosy neighbors to get the feel for the whole town and everything. But, uh, his character is just I just love him. He does everything. He he delivers her packages and he does drywall and <laughs> he makes coffee better than everybody. And there are Twitter threads trying to figure out like what's his backstory? Why is he so perfect? What, you know, he grew up in that small village but then he has been like he did spend time outside of it for a period of his life and now he's back and so what caused him to to come back? Why is he, because he, he, the best part about him is he does all of these things, but he always takes just a specific hourly wage. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> just pay me my hourly wage and that's it. I don't need anything more or anything less. And I, I, I open, he opens his little coin purse and that, um, <laughs> takes out change for people. Cause he, you know, everything has to be exact. And, but the, it's just a very comforting feel. The scenery is wonderful. Um, the, the, the village people, I keep, if you, that's the second time I've done that. The people in the village. Uh, YMCA. <laughs> Yay, yeah. We're going to have like a little button that does the YMCA song. Every time I would, yeah, I would love that. But, um, the people in the town that she has moved to, um, everybody has a backstory. It's not, they're not just like a characterization. Um, the, the grandma that um the main guy kind of she helped raise him after his grand his his grandpa died and she she's she's got a story she's got family extension like she's she's fully fleshed out you can tell they've got a story for her and we're gonna find out more and more about like what makes her tick and I love when a writer does that to that those kind of characters you can tell that they've thought out you know, everybody that kind of populates, there's the divorced couple with their child and he's cute as a button with his little friend. Um, but yeah, everybody seems to be very fleshed out. Uh, and there are possibly a couple different romances that might happen throughout the, the town with her friend that comes to do the dental. She's like a dental assistant or whatever. She's got her eye on, on one of the cops. And so, yeah, it's, it's my happy place. I just, it makes me feel very comforted and I am very not wanting to finish this podcast because I kind of, I started lost, but I think when we're done, I'm going to go watch Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha because I just need the little bit of dimples in my life today. <laughs> it's so good. It is. It's so good. And it's such a, it's such a feel good drama. Because people are making mistakes left and right in their lives, but they're surrounded by people who are supportive and trying to help them. And we have a wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they even like the frame zooms in on his butt when he's on the, the surfboard. I mean... <laughs> I mean, guys, it's it's like the drama gods were like, you know what? You can still be modest <laughs> and sexy. And it's the one outfit people aren't like, what is he wearing? I actually love the way he dresses, but there's a lot of people talking about what he what he wears. Oh, he's adorable. <laughs> he's adorable. Yeah. We're all watching this, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm not 100% connected what? in 
All right. I like serial killers, and there is yet to be a serial killer on the show. I'm joking. Um, it is. It might just be... I don't know. I'm just not clicked in, but I am way behind you guys. I'm only on episode two because I started it to get screen caps for y'all. And but so there's... I'm going to watch at least two more episodes and then feel what I'm feeling and go but from there. small town politics, Amber. You'll love I the do, small town I politics. I do love small town <laughs> politics. I love cranky Ajamas who are nosy. I love that kind of stuff. I'm just, I need a little... You I think I was to die. Just, no, I think I was just annoyed how it was like everything was going wrong for her and everything stopped working. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling like this is so contrived. But mm-hmm. I think I need to just give it another try and go past that. You do. And so I think I will. I mean, it was perfectly charming. I just might not have been in the mood for contrived, forced connecting. <laughs> Well, and you know, I was the same way because I complained to you guys. It just, I mean, it felt like your typical, almost Hallmark setup. You know, big it city felt girl. Very Hallmarky, very yeah. Hallmarky, which isn't big a bad city. thing. But if you're not in that mood, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things because I had to push through the first two episodes because you had the very tropey setups. Big city girl is forced, you know, screws up everything possible, is forced to move to the small town where the guy who knows everything, you know, genius in his own way and is connected. And obviously can see exactly what she's trying to do and sees into her soul and he's going to teach her the meaning of love. I mean, those first two episodes did not do it any favors. But then I got to the third episode because, um, like, you have the divorced couple and, you know, I expected that they were going to be fighting and just making the whole town uncomfortable. And they're not. And then we get the road trip to Seoul with the grandma's. And, you know, the dentist is driving and she's got her brand new car that's very expensive and somebody brings marinated crabs. And so, you know, there's going to be an accident and those crabs are going to go everywhere, except it didn't happen. And they chose something else that was actually funnier. And so I should have waited. I should have known that all the tropes were going to be subverted because the writer is the same writer as Crowned Clown, which I wasn't able to watch because it was too intense. But from what I understand, the writing was phenomenal. Am I right? It was, yes. Yeah. And so I just, I should have trusted. I didn't trust, but by pushing through and following our four episode rule, now I'm hooked. So can you, I think if you give it no, four episodes. I'll give it the four episodes. I'm just not 100% committing yet. See, oh, and I, I can, I can understand where she's feeling because you guys will not stop singing my faded boys praises. And I felt the same <laughs> way that she does right now about it and I still I'm like I feel like maybe I've moved past that but I think with C-dramas you almost have to give it six episodes instead mm-hmm. of four yeah so I'm, I'm almost to the six episodes and I'm almost to the like okay yeah I can maybe see what they're talking about so I'm going to keep pushing through so I totally understand like why this would be something where you're like eh, I don't know it's just not my thing right now well, or just not me in the mood I love murder in the fall. Like, that's just, like, my happy place. I'm watching so many British murder mysteries right now. Like, I want to see small towns and lots of deaths. And so... I feel like um, I should make sure that... I don't feel like Hotel Cha-Cha-Cha is giving that. No. <laughs> or no. Uh, is it Hometown. Hotel it's hometown. hometown. There's no Hotel hometown, Cha-Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha-Cha. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Are you watching that's, that's your a different drama? <laughs> or did you guys watch your Michael? I started it. No. I'm I'm in mm. process. Twenty three, yes. twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me tell you that I am totally and completely tied up for the next month or more because both of my favorite Chinese um, authors have drama adaptations that are out and ready to watch and goo man wrote you're my glory and it is about an actress and a rocket scientist (laughs) who went to school together and she had a crush on him and now that they are older he is helping her learn how to play a game that she's the representative for and it really transcends so many of the tropes that we normally see. She's not stupid. 
I mean, he's super smart, but he's scarred. He's he's had he's been through a lot, and he's starting to doubt if he wants to continue on his career path. And she is at the top of her game, and these two come together, and they don't even have time to be together, but they make it work. And I love this drama so much, and I loved the story because they are both professionals it's not just about the romance the romance is hot the romance is good but like she doesn't lose herself and he doesn't lose his self and that that's a breath of fresh air because a lot of times you know you've got this giggly dumb girl that when she falls in love everything that she does just goes to the wayside but that's not what's happening here so it's it's one of those that um, I highly recommend the novel and I highly recommend the drama. I'm not finished yet, and I'm dragging my feet intentionally because I don't want it to be over. It's big budget. It has um, Yang Yang, and it has Dilruba. Dilruma? Is that how you say it? So it's got two really great actors in it, and... It's just my happy place. That's All right. Good. It's it's good. I am in process. I've only gotten about six or seven episodes in, but it's on my long term. Okay. So lovers of the red sky, y'all, <laughs> you have your happy place dramas. This is my happy place drama. We and know. I think, yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like, what's poetic about it? It's kind of funny. It's cute. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and it's one of those things because I'm realizing I really love mythology and I love mythology from all over the world. And so when I was doing my my initial watch of A Wrong and the Magistrate and they kept translating Yomra as Hades and stuff like that, I'm like, that's not accurate, you know, because I want the actual mytholo- mythological names. I don't want the substitute. And so to go into Lovers of the Red Sky and we've got... Sam Shin, who is my favorite Korean deity because she's the mother goddess and that's just a whole thing. And they have her having aspects and one of her aspects is the death aspect, Ma Wong, who's out to get revenge on the whole world because he likes death. And, you know, and then we've got mountain spirits and we've got just so much going on. I loved that. And then we have a romance on top of that. And then we have palace politics that includes the religious leaders which always adds a different weird layer to it and there's just there is so much I mean I watched those first two episodes and I was just kind of like what just happened I think I understand what just happened but what just happened because there was so much so we have Kim Ju Young is that right hmm. yeah I think so the yeah because she was yeah. in the Moon and the Sun right <clears throat> yeah. she was the younger version yeah she yeah. was the younger yep. one yeah, and so she's playing, she's the lead girl, and I'm trying to talk and type at the same time, and it's not working. Anyo so Sup, isn't that who's the, yes. yeah, he's Anyo the. Anyo Sup, and he was the, he was the puppy nephew in uh, Still 17, Yeah. so just goofy and sweet and big, and he's so not that mm. in this drama. He is, he's very poised and calm, and when he plays, because he, yeah, it's not really a spoiler to say that he gets possessed by Ma Wong because that comes up in the first two episodes. Mm. But he playing the demon and he just he flips so well and you can see kind of how the demon aspect is wrestling with his general good nature and then he's got other layers on top of what he does. And they've got they met in childhood and she was initially blind and then he took on her blindness and I can't even coherently describe this drama, y'all. It's so hard. <laughs> well, and There's... to clarify the blindness, because that was one of the things when I first saw the trailer, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this drama. I don't know. Like, it, it needed to be handled, you know, a certain way. And so then you're watching it, and it, it is the part of possession or a curse from Ma Wong. But he's causing yes. both aspects, like when she ha- is, can't see and then when he can't. So... It, there is a magical reason for it. So it does make sense that he has so it's like pink eyes. fantasy <laughs> historical. So it's not a straight historical for anyone thinking about watching it. So, yeah. So, you know, there's hope for maybe a relatively 
I won't say happy ending, but a satisfactory ending instead mm-hmm. of a historically accurate ending. Well, with the this writer, I'm sure that they're going to get their happy ever after. Um, mm-hmm. they, the writer who wrote the webtoon that this is based on, she always does happy ever after, even if it's not historically correct happy ever afters that mm-hmm. you would see in a regular Sejuk. So oh, 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 it's going to be... So I can watch it? <laughs> yeah, it's the same writer as Moon Embracing the Sun and S. Scandal. Yes! At least okay. the the source material, right? Because yes, the, the, the screenwriter is different. On, yeah. But yeah. they're not going the, the writer who wrote the actual plot isn't going to screw us over on the romance because that's where she focuses. So Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember. No, I will looking say that some I... people Go ahead. Sorry. I will say I've seen some people commenting that the episodes felt uneven because we get um, Sometimes we'll focus on the heavy-duty mythological stuff, and then sometimes we'll focus on the OTP. But since it's two stories coming together, and so we need that. We need the the focus on the OTP, and it's going to be gentler. I mean, you want to fall in love with this OTP, and if they're constantly fighting for their lives, you can't do that necessarily. So I personally, I'm finding it, even if it feels uneven, I'm finding it still a compelling story. So just go into that. Go into it knowing that there's two distinct stories being told, but that they will come together. Agreed. I like it a lot. I think my only, like, I loved the first two episodes and then came back and watched episode three and felt it a little bit, like, pace-wise. I was kind of like, okay, what what happened in this episode type feeling? And then I've only watched a little bit of four. But I will say that I think part of it is watching Lost in between the first two episodes and the other and it was very was close not a good idea it was it was very close because when I came back I was like oh I like it the female lead she has a lot of experience and I have thoroughly enjoyed her characters in the past I do think she's hit a wall in her acting where she really needs to take on something different or stretch herself a little bit and and there is a huge potential in this drama for her it's kind of like um the actress who did the reflection of the moon or the moon in the river river where the moon rises is that what it was called oh. yeah the, the, who is yeah. they're both about the same age that character that she took on this year totally stretched her as an actress and really made her grow so i feel like this drama has the potential to be that for her where Maybe when when more, um, not that they haven't had serious things happen to them, but maybe when she's in a more serious place and has to perform some more serious scenes, I can see that it really helping her stretch and grow. But I do think that she needs that. She's kind of, I don't know, this happy well, girl, easily, sweet girl kind of thing. I don't know. You could easily pop her into any of the dramas she's done. Yeah. And it and would I, feel like the same character. Exactly. Yes, yeah. This is true. Yeah. So, so that's where not I, that it's a bad character. Yeah. But it feels like it's the same character over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's serving the role right now. Mm-hmm. It yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, watching for the writing, not necessarily the performances. Well, the, um, the male lead, he's actually the one that's surprising me. I'm very impressed with him in this role. Like, because like you said, he's totally different than he was in uh, the Sweet 17. Yeah, still, still 17. And I wouldn't have expected him to kind of pull off the the more serious character he is that he, and he's doing a really good job. So, and the extended cast, that's also another one of those of like, I haven't really latched on to anybody in the extended cast that I'm like, ooh this character or that performance or whatever. So, but I do think again, it's not this drama. I think it's me having watched Lost too close to this drama. And so it may be one I might put a couple of weeks and then watch a bunch of the episodes and, and get caught up or maybe I won't. Or you were saying you needed like a midweek drama. Maybe just switch the day. Yeah. Cause Mm. this one is, but it's the only one that's Monday, Tuesday. So like the two that I'm the most interested in are Saturday, Sunday. I'm like, my Saturdays and Sundays are busy with my family. I mean, (laughs) but I can't wait to watch them. I'm like lost and cha-cha-cha are like, I need to watch them. So anyway. Yep. Okay. Let us jump to the dramas that are coming out in the next uh, probably like six, seven weeks. 
and which ones we want to watch. We're kind of going to zoom through some of these that none of us want to watch necessarily, but we'll let you know what they are. One that I'm going to watch because we have had a request. I can't promise that I'll watch the whole thing, but I'm going to give it a try and watch at least the first six episodes and see where I go from there is the Chinese drama Crush. It is about a uh, girl who meets a guy, songwriter guy, (laughs) and he's blind. So she falls in love with him, but he cannot see her. And there's layers to the story I've heard. So I've, I've heard from multiple people that they enjoyed it. I've had someone request on Twitter that we give it a try. So I'm going to give it a try. We'll see how that goes. I am taking on The Veil, which sounds like it's outside of my norm, but y'all should know I have a weakness for action movies. Like the Bourne series is actually, I really, really enjoyed that. And I think The Veil is going to follow in the same theme. Uh, there's been a lot of buzz about Namgung Min taking on this role because he's completely changed his physique. He's mm. been working out like crazy. We get abs. Lots and no. lots and lots. <laughs> Have of you abs. seen not from behind just though? His, yeah, it, not he's... just only abs. We get like every muscle body is defined now in his body. Like mm-hmm. mm. his neck. I mean, <laughs> I was watching this and I was like, wow. This is, wow he looks baby. like a bodybuilder wow. from behind. He did a lot of like upper body, shoulder. Like, I mean, he always does, has had a, like a wider shoulder, but like whatever he's done has definitely bulked up the his the back part of his body. He's supposed to be a soldier you know, he's or, an NIS a, agent. Yeah, agent yeah. Sorry. Well, and he has done this kind of body physique in the past. It's mm-hmm. just been a really long time since he's been in a drama where he hasn't kind of been the quirky male lead. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a good eight years, maybe since he's done like serial killer or a different kind of vibe. <laughs> he was maybe. a hot serial killer. He was, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, but, uh, I'm, so I'm it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm, excited I'm excited too. <laughs> Good, we're both excited. Well, and it's just, it sounds interesting because it sounds, from what I'm reading, he's this top agent in the NIS and then something happens and he actually disappears for a full-on year. And when he comes back, he's trying to figure out who made him, you know, who disgraced him, who caused his fall and made him disappear. And then he's being helped out by uh, an agent named So Suyun who's being played by Park Hoston. I don't know. I haven't seen anything she's been in. I think she's in birth care center. Mm. But anyway, so they're going to work together to figure out who engineered his fall from grace. And it just, yeah, like I said, I'm getting born vibes from this and I'm really excited. The only thing I will say is a lot of times in these shows, like if there is romance, it's kind of weak. And sometimes the female leads are kind of weak if they're like the token cop. Mm. So I'll have to see how they do it. Because so often the girl cop is just thrown in to be like a pretty female lead with not any fleshed out character. Because I feel like that's been happening a lot lately. Mm. And so what I've been seeing from the behind the scenes stuff, they're actually focusing on her and her determination. She's also a top NISA agent. They're always top ISA agents or cops and (laughs) determined and justice seekers. But that doesn't mean they're always smart or that good of a character. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to see. All right. So the one that I've got on here is is actually out. Like, it, it's not out for a while, but we have to include it. Um, it comes out November 5th. But it's the Red Stained Sleeve Cuff. Yep, that's the full title. But it is Jun Ho's glorious return to uh, dramas after his military enlistment and he's being paired up with somebody I didn't know that I needed this pairing but I needed this pairing it's Issei Young um she was in the crown clown she we always refer to her as the um zombie girl a lot of times she's you get really good <laughs> she, but her I love performance her. in crown clown makes me very excited to see her just as much as Junho because she was so good in that. And I don't even really know exactly what the story is about. It's he's the crown prince and he falls in love with the court lady. Let all of the crying and the bloodshed and the people dying at the end probably happen. 
he wants to make her his concubine or something like that. So yeah, that's I think. <laughs> so not, not first wife because he probably can't because right. of politics. Exactly. But he wants her in his his, his harem. Harem. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he the only way he can have true love close to him is to do that. So, but she doesn't want it. She doesn't want that to happen. So again, it'll there will be lots of tears. And and possibly an unhappy ending of, you know, she might die or something. Who knows? But I will definitely have to try it out just because of the two of them together. And they've they have not. I don't think they put out any um, images or anything stills for this. It's still out a bit. Yeah, because it's not until November, but it is coming and I'm excited. Send me screenshots. And the next one I is coming a little bit sooner, about a month before the red cuffed le- sleeve or whatever that is. <laughs> Such an awkward title. It is. It is. I'm sure this it's better in titled, Korean. The, this one is titled The King's Affection, which is much easier. Mm. And it's a Netflix drama. And it has Park Eun-bin and Rowoon. And you all know that the fangirls are huge fans of Rowoon and his choices in dramas that he has picked over the last couple of years. Um, so the story is, is that the crown prince's consort gives birth to twins, a boy and a girl, and the girl is considered a bad sign. So they're sent to murder her and she's secreted out of the palace. And later the twin son dies, the prince and she's brought in to take his place, so to hide that her brother has died for probably political reasons, if I had to take a wild guess. Mm. So she is started coming back and is raised as the prince. And romance and hijinks and politicking occur. So <laughs> I'm excited. I am super excited. And she does a good, and she actually does a good visual of a male. She does. Like at least in the stills. Mm -hmm. She looks like a very much a pretty boy male, but she does look like a idol actor dressed as a guy in a Sejuk. So. Well, and she's been in um, Sejuk's before. Like she, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of people kind of got to know her in twenty something or 20 together or something to yeah. whatever that was but she's been in stuff before so she's you know at least experienced in this and and she really does look convincing in the still shots and then I've seen a couple of pictures of Rowoon and um he, looks he does I'm very excited after seeing him in she would never know because he was not like not the schoolboy that he was in extraordinary you where you know his character was okay but like he upped his game on his manliness and being like uh, a, a, his acting was definitely, it wasn't just mm-hmm. his look, but his acting in that. So I'm excited to see what he will bring to this. And then for her, I, I, I've lo- I love watching her too. So I'm excited. So. Yeah. He's, he definitely matured. I think she would never know was kind of a watershed drama for him. And it made, it pushed him to be a more mature actor. Yeah. I like them, but I have a really <laughs> hard time with that trope. Yeah. Um, I have a twin and it's a brother. Sage, and so let's just all know that you're not going to watch some of this one. Next <laughs> <laughs> time they have like male, female twins, and they're trying to get the girl to pass as a guy. Yeah. It's what, you don't think you could pass as your brother? <laughs> no way. And, and here's the thing. Guys and girls are built so differently. It is impossible to be identical. They can resemble each other. So this trope just drives me crazy. Mm. Yeah. But moving on, let's talk about something that's not a Sagek. <laughs> um, I get Dolly and the Cocky Prince. And it has Park Gyu Young and Kim Min Jae, who we all love. And it's about the unexpected romance that occurs as Jin Muhawk tries to steal an art museum from Kim Dal Ri. So that's already got me hooked. <laughs> so Kim Dal Ri is a visiting researcher and becomes the director of um, Chun Song Art Museum. She's very classy, she's considerate, she speaks, you know, seven languages, and she's very artsy and real thoughtful 
Meanwhile, Jinmu Hawk is somebody who grew up in a little side um, alley restaurant, and now he is running the global food corporation, Don Don. I love these names. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's the director of the company, but he's not real smart. And he's, you know, so we have this really smart girl, and we have um, this guy that he's, running a company so obviously he is smart but he's not um he's not book smart he sounds like he's more street smart Mm -hmm. and i'm already charmed he looks very like he's a peacock like he in in the previews at least he's very like putting on a show and a little bit out like he just he's he's a character like he definitely comes off But that's the that's the type. That's the kind of guy that he's getting by on being suave. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, actually knowing. Yeah. Well, and what I love is for the teaser posters, they put all of the cast into these famous paintings. Mm-hmm. And so they're all um, every character is a, in a different painting. And I really love the creativity of that. So it was cute. So I'll I'll give it a try just for the good marketing. Same. I, I think it just sounds fun. All right. So the next one is One, the Woman. And it has Honey Lee in this one. So she's playing two different characters. One's a daughter-in-law of his daughter-in-law who's kind of put upon by life. And the other is a shable who they look just like each other. And due to memory loss, there's probably switching happening and such. And it kind of sounds like the drama mask that came out like six or seven years ago. So, But the previews make it look nothing like that. The previews make it look like Fiery Priest meets the concept of mask or something. Her character is very... So so I'm not sure because I, I love Honey Lee. And I thought she did a really good job in Fiery Priest, but I don't want to see that character over and over and over mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. It's a first-time writer, script writer, mm. so I'll probably give it an episode and then see where I go from there. But yeah. I don't know. I was watching the trailers today, and I was just like, mm, mm, not yeah. for me, because it is looking like her Fiery Priest character over again, just kind of over the top. But again, you never quite know if that's the tone that's going to be the whole show, or if that's just the tone of the trailer. Because trailers are often deceptive. This is very you know? true, and so, I know this. But also, I just have to judge sometimes, because this is a lot of dramas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, we'll all watch some, and then most of them will fall to the wayside, and the few that we really like will come up, so... We'll see how it goes. This is true. All right. So the next one I have is called Reflections of You. And we're all excited because it is the Just Between Lovers screenwriter. And it is about a woman who basically made her her way up from being poor and unseen, I guess, is a way to put it. And she's she becomes successful. She becomes a successful painter, and she's married and happy. And then she encounters a woman who, a young woman who reminds her of herself in her younger, poorer days. And so she takes her under her wing, and then stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got Go Hyun Jung is the older woman, and I'm not sure. I I understand she's famous. I haven't seen her in anything. But then the younger woman is played by Shin Hyun Bin, who is uh, our our favorite Dr. Jong. Oh, yeah. Our, our, our winter doctor from Hospital Playlist. Mm. See, and again, I'm going to give this a try because the teaser posters are really, really cool looking. Mm-hmm. One of them is the older woman in this flowing black dress, and the younger woman is... Um, sitting below her on the floor in a white dress that flows out so it looks like it's one continuous person mm-hmm. and with the dress is so clever and so i'm gonna give it a try because i support good promotional materials <laughs> so it sounds totally mock to me but that's just me. and i love mock song mm-hmm. i well, love there you go. i love cheating spouses getting screwed over and <laughs> kicked to the curb as though the other spouse becomes better and a more honorable person and rich 
while the cheating spouse dies or, you know, has to live in a hovel. That makes me happy. Oh, good. Good. I'm I'm glad it makes you happy. So on that note, uh, the next one is called My Name. And this is going to be a Netflix drama. And it's the following her father's murder, a revenge-driven woman puts her trust in a powerful crime boss and enters the police force under his direction. So it kind of looks like possibly there was corruption in the police that caused the death of her father. So she is being snuck in to the system to get revenge from inside. And I love those kind of dramas. And this one looks gritty and awesome. And so I'm for sure going to be watching this drama. Okay. At least four episodes. And if it sucks, you'll probably hear about it. So <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fair. All right. Now this one, I am so undecided. This starts on September 17th. So kind of soon. Actually, I'm not undecided. I know I won't watch it. It's called The Squid Game. It's going to be on Netflix. And basically, it's the Hunger Games meets the poor class in Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, the poor people of Korea, the ones that have just huge debts, are rounded up and taken to this this enclosure and said that they have to basically play all these games that they played as kids. But death and death and a fortune are on the line. If they survive the games, then they get $40 million. So we've got two childhood friends who are both in desperate need of money. One of them is played by Lee Jung-jae from, um, I think he's from Survivor 60 Days. And then the other is played by Park Hae-soo, who is our main character from Prison Playbook. And so they they join in and they play the games and then it's basically about them surviving. And the trailers make it look dark and gritty and there's blood. and It yeah. pretty much sounds like this is a remake of several different Japanese style Mm-hmm. shows that have similar themes i will probably give it a try i wish the name wasn't so stupid because it puts me off <laughs> but you know what are you gonna do yeah. <laughs> well one of the synopses i read said the point of the game is to eventually make the shape of a squid still stupid <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying <laughs> all right i'm yeah so I have. <laughs> we can switch. Cells. I'm just gonna switch. I have Yumi cells, which actually looks kind of cute and interesting. Um, it's based on a webtoon, um, a pretty popular webtoon that uh, looks like it ended in. Let me look here. Yeah, 2015. So it's um, not a surprise. We like webtoon adaptations usually. Um, so the story is that it's talking about how our bodies and the planets are a complex network of cells. Everybody's run by an unseen operating system that most people ignore. Um and it's true. I mean, it's talking about how humans don't give thought to how they manage to function day in, day out. We don't think about it. We just breathe, right? Mm. Um, and it says that on the outside, Kim Yumi may be, appear to be just like every other single working woman in the world. But underneath that extraordinary, that ordinary exterior lies something truly extraordinary. So, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It does have Kim Go-un, did you say that, from... Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, from yeah. Uh, Goblin. And then mm-hmm. An Bo-hyun, he was the one of the secondary characters in um, uh, Itaewon class. And then mm-hmm. Park Jin-young is in here, and he's just listed as a cast member. And I said earlier, probably last week's podcast, that he's in, he's in this, and his character description me, I think he's possibly one of the people inside her. Because they do show oh, the cartoon representations right. of kind of like Inside Out. I think he might be one of the cartoon rep- representations instead of physically in there. So I don't know. We'll and see. It's, it's really slice of life. So that's that's going to be interesting. It's talking. If you look at the um, webtoon, there are a lot of um, like daily things that everyone overcomes. You know, anxiety and secrets and different it looks cute i'll try it i agree 
Now, Not Cute is Hometown. Um, it starts in, uh, September 22nd. Um, I couldn't find where it's going to air, but um, it has Han Yuri from Unfamiliar Family. And, um, but it looked stylized like it's, so it's set in a small town, rural, small rural, I can't say that word. That's been a word that I've had a hard time with for my whole life. Rural Mm. town in 1999, where a recording tape containing a mysterious serial murder and an unidentified bizarre sound is discovered. So, ooh, serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I when I watch when I watched the preview for it today, I was like, "Oh, this is one." And it's not, it's like 8 episodes. So it's a shorter drama. Um it looks like it's going to be a very uh good mystery and it's coming at the perfect time. So it's right at the end of September. It'll be an October drama and it's it's one that I want to try out, check out, but um so they find that recording and then they kind of have to go back and figure out what happened. So it does look and sound like it could be one that's a good October watch. But I don't know where it's going. You know be. I'll be watching I it. I know. So. <laughs> At least trying. Right. Let's be honest. I won't watch a serial killer just because it's a serial killer show. <laughs> it has to be a well done serial right. killer show. Yeah. That's fair. So. Yep. All right. So if you could only watch one of the upcoming dramas, which one would you choose? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't read that far down to see that question. <laughs> Drama <laughs> Geek. <laughs> um, I, the Red Stain Sleeve Cuff or whatever. I'm sorry. If I have to pick through all of these, Junho is going to win. I just need to see what his drama is like. It's his comeback, and I haven't seen him in so long. That's my choice. Oh, goodness. Um... I think that for me, I really think that Dally and the Cocky Prince looks cute. It looks like something right up my alley. That'd be the one I'd say, that looks like a Layla. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah. The Okita show. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think I'm going to say the King's Affection. Mm. Uh, It was a tight race between my name and that one. But I'm a huge fan of genderbender dramas, and it the stills in the story make it look like it's going to be fun. My name, I hope it's something really cool, kind of like Cruel City. We'll see. I might be switching my opinion later on after <laughs> I've actually seen some. So, And I'm absolutely torn between The Veil and The King's Affection. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I can't decide. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode, what you plan to watch, and if you're watching anything that we're watching. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. Talking is so much faster than typing. 